Hello, welcome to May. It's Johnny. Hannah is away again today. She's on vacation as her family visits, and I hope you had a great weekend. Probably not as good of a weekend as the people who saw the Olivia Rodrigo show in Toronto, though. Yeah, Avril Lavigne hopped on stage with her, and the crowd was pretty pumped. It's kind of like a preview of what we'll get here at Caesars Coliseum May 12th. It's May now. It's May 2nd. We're only 10 days away from that show. It's kind of hard to believe that we're already in May. And uh, it's a big day for Windsor-Essex. Spitfires won last night, taking the sting out. So we're advancing on to the next round of the OHL playoffs. Uh, There's supposed to be a massive announcement today in Windsor as well. Hold on. We need to hear this part. Why did Drew Dilkins have to make things so complicated and tease a big announcement for weeks and weeks? And finally, it sounds like we're getting it. Uh, Doug Ford and Justin Trudeau going to be in Windsor-Essex today for an announcement. Has to do with Stellantis as well. We've got reps from Stellantis. They've got a whole bunch of different people coming out for this big announcement. So hopefully more good news for our area. And I would love to hear some good news from you as well. Text 10939. How are you doing? Good morning. Anna Witherby and Johnny Parks. Every morning, 93.9 Virgin Radio. Do you hear that? You know what that's the sound of? That's the sound of nature healing. It's Johnny on 93.9 Virgin Radio. Actually got a text at 10939 from Anna said, what's living in my head rent-free is otters back in the Detroit River. Did you see this? This is really cool. Uh, I guess there's been sightings of river otters back in the Detroit Detroit River, which um, one of these was on April 25th. A doctoral student at University of Windsor, their Department of Integrative Biology, Eric St. Marie, was out for a walk with their partner, and uh, they saw... Something out in the water right near the pier underneath the Ambassador Bridge. They're like, well, hold on. That's too big to be a mink. What, what is that? And they noticed it doesn't have the beaver tail. Can't be a beaver. They saw it was a river otter, which it's been, you know, that. They were common in southeast Michigan, including the Detroit River, you know, back in the day. But uh, I think they were by the 1900s. You didn't really see them around here. I think in 2019, there were some river otter sightings, uh, you know, around Lake Erie, Point Pelee National Park over in Leamington, but uh, hadn't been seen in the D, in the Detroit River for quite some time. So it's pretty exciting to see that they're back in there. And as an avid animal watcher, birder, like, I, I don't know, nothing makes me happier than going to the lakes and the river and seeing animals. I, I cannot wait to see an otter. That, again, that was their sound, the baby otters uh, making, let's see, is this one... Little. <laughs> They're so freaking cute. <laughs> and something that is really awesome that otters do as well is, uh, I think when they're in in pairs, they'll hold hands so they don't drift away from each other, which is adorable. I also can't wait to see them trying to like bust open some you know, mussels or clams or whatever they can get their hands on. It's really cool. Otters back in the Detroit River. Who would have thunk? It's the Wither Report with Hannah Witherby on ninety three nine Virgin Radio. So Pete Davidson was cracking some jokes about yay. It's only a matter of time. You didn't see, I guess Pete Davidson did a set at Netflix is a joke, the festival in L.A. He also brought out Machine Gun Kelly to play some tunes there too. But 
Pete Davidson opened his set with a joke about Kanye, you know, that Kanye West once accused Pete Davidson of having AIDS, and Pete said he almost believed that because, after all, Ye is a genius, is essentially the gist of the joke. Now, for a long time, I think Pete Davidson has been saying that he was trying to keep SNL from making jokes about Kanye. He was really not talking on this, but I think after everything that's happened, he's more than justified to make a couple cracks here and there, regardless of if it's a funny joke or not. Like it's, He's been going through it with that, and it just continues. I don't know if you saw the internet sleuths out there seeing that they thought uh, Kim and Kanye's kids are now tattooed on Pete Davidson's neck. Yeah, after this event where he was telling that joke, they were going out, he and Kim Kardashian were going out to their SUV, and somebody got a picture of Pete Davidson's neck exposed where he had some fresh ink, a new tattoo, and people were zooming in on it and digitally enhancing, trying to see what it said, and they're making the leap that they think that the initials there on this new tattoo are KNSCP, which they think stands for Kim North Saint Chicago and Psalm. Uh, which is their kids' names, right? Kanye and Kim. So people are thinking that that's what it would be. You can't, it's really hard to see what it actually says there. But if it is true, like, is that a dig at Kanye? Can we get a look at Pete Davidson's ass and see if there's a Kanye West tattoo on there? We just don't know. But the internet sleuths really want to know. And then here's the weirdest uh, love between two music groups that I think I've ever seen. The Backstreet Boys and Korn have been showing each other love on social media. So weird. Uh, April 29th, on Friday, Korn, again, new metal band from back in the day, they sung the Backstreet Boys song, I Want It That Way, on TikTok. Tell me why it ain't nothing but a heartache. And then after that, (laughs) which is so ridiculous, Nick Carter uh, duetted the video. He dressed up as a member of Korn, so kind of like the long, uh, like, braids, doing the makeup for for that and everything. And they had a little back and forth there. Also, Korn's Brian Welch shared a photo of himself in uh, the basis from Korn backstage at Backstreet Boys' DNA World Tour. I don't... Why are Korn and Backstreet Boys broing out in 2022? I don't know. Also, yesterday, I guess in their honor, somebody just made this video. That's Korn. I don't know why. 159 views on that, but that's what we've got going on at the moment. Uh, If you remember last week or the week before, Hannah was talking about that Seth Rogen movie that had to uh, shut down production. They halted production after uh, there was a complaint filed against Bill Murray for misconduct allegations. Uh, The movie is called Being Mortal, and it's uh, supposed to be starring Bill Murray, Aziz Ansari, and Seth Rogen. Uh, But Bill said... There's a difference. We have a difference of opinion with a woman I'm working with. I did something I thought was funny, and it wasn't taken that way, he said. So the company, the movie studio, wanted to do the right thing. They wanted to check it all out to investigate it, and they stopped production. But as of now, we're talking, and we're trying to make peace with each other. I think that's where the real issue is between our peace. So Murray didn't name the woman, didn't go into detail about the issue. He said he's hoping that they can both go back into work and be able to trust each other and work at the work that they've spent a lot of time developing. Bill Murray also said the world is different than it was when I was a little kid. You know, what I always thought was funny as a little kid isn't necessarily the same 
as what is funny now. Yeah, and I think that's why it's a good idea for a lot of people to probably just delete their Facebook pages altogether. The things that you thought were funny and good to post in 2010 probably haven't aged well. But speaking of being a little more woke, uh, Selena Gomez launched her Your Words Matter campaign with Rare Beauty. This is this is pretty awesome for Mental Health Awareness Month. Selena Gomez shared on Instagram just yesterday, uh, words can be a barrier to people seeking help and increase the stigma associated with mental health. Many of these words have been normalized and accepted for too long, but it's time we bring awareness to the words we use because they matter. And she shared these infographics. I'm going to try to share that on our Instagram. It's really great. Uh, Virgin Radio Windsor. But, uh, you know, it suggested you avoiding using mental health terms to describe non-clinical situations, to try to alter our language to focus on the person and not their disorder. For example, you know, saying something like a person who has bipolar disorder instead of a bipolar person. That's been part of the conversation for a long time. Focusing on the person instead of the disorder, which just makes a lot of sense, right? So Selena Gomez said, just like all of you, I'm learning every day. We may slip up and that's okay. What's important is we try to do better and give ourselves compassion. And I love that too. I love the approach of like, look, we all make mistakes, right? If you if you say the wrong thing, it doesn't mean you're a bad person. It's just always about trying to do better. So I love to hear that. And uh, speaking of trying to be better... How about meditating like Yoda? Yeah, May the 4th is coming up. That's like the unofficial Star Wars day, right? May the 4th be with you, two days away. Well, Star Wars and Headspace, this kind of meditation app, if you've never used it or seen it, they're teaming up to try to teach you Jedi mindfulness. Yeah, they've got breathing exercise they've created for Star Wars Day, and these exercises feature yoga. Uh, you know, there's, there's stuff with BB-8, Chewbacca, R2-D2, and there's animations that show Yoda's eyes opening and closing, just kind of soothingly. There's also animations of Chewbacca's home planet and more. It's going to be available, of course, May the 4th, I think, through the Headspace meditation app, which I think is pretty cool, but they need to be careful with that because it could be really calming. Like, you know, you've got Yoda, and he's like, mm, come, you will be, and his eyes are opening and closing. You're like, this is all right, this is all right. Then Chewbacca comes in hot, just... What the hell was that? I was this close to enlightenment until Chewbacca started screaming, thanks. Whoa, 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 what's going on? Hannah and Johnny. On Windsor's new number one hit music station. 93.9 Virgin Radio. Have you moved recently or do you have a move coming up? Because I guess it's a big thing around this time of year. It's Johnny on 93.9 Virgin Radio. Good morning. Uh, Yeah, last weekend of April, first weekend of May, typically the busiest of the year for moving. And if you want to tell me a moving story, particularly the horror stories, the nightmare of moving, because it sucks, right? It's one of the, I think, biggest ordeals you can go through. I'm going to pack up all your stuff, decide what stays and goes. You're trying to find the places. Maybe you're spending two months rent at once as you try to secure a place. You've got movers losing your things. It it can be awful. You can text me about it at 10939 or give me a call today, 519-792-6040. When I moved uh, last from from Ottawa to Windsor, I... I was shocked at how expensive it is to hire moving companies. And, and again, you know, that's, what, a good 8 to 10 hours away. So any any sort of moving company I was looking at, thousands and thousands of dollars to try to get them to move my stuff to Windsor. And I just, I already have a problem with spending a lot of money. I have a hard time letting other people do stuff for me. So I was like, there's no way. I'm just going to get a U-Haul. 
We're going to do it ourselves. We're going to pack everything up. We're going to, you know, enlist a few good friends who I am so, so appreciative that I was able to, to have. And they helped me pack up the U-Haul and we drove it here and did it all ourselves. We unpacked the entire U-Haul all by ourselves, my fiance and I. And the difference was incredible. It was maybe like all in, all together. We spent $400 as opposed to $4,000. And then, you know, in this situation, if anything got broken or lost, at least all I had to blame was myself and not, uh, you know, I've heard of so many people going through nightmares with movers. You know, not that there isn't people with good experiences, but the amount of times that stuff gets lost or broken or, you know, the, the truck ends up somewhere else in your in your new place without your things for so, so long. Do you have any of those stories? Feel free to hit me up. I think we got the... Stacy on the phone, 519-792-6040. You've got like a moving nightmare. The last time we moved, I freaked out because I couldn't find my urn with my dad's ashes. No. Turns out they were like packed up in a box and like uh, that we were going to be put in, a, in the attic. And I didn't know it was put in that box. Oh, my God. Yeah, that happens. But like when you think that it's gone, it's missing. Like how what what's going through your head? What are you doing in that moment? I was running around looking for this urn and everything, and I was, I started crying. Of course. The entire place was pretty much trash. Yeah. Wow. And then I enlisted my siblings to come and help me. <laughs> I told them I'd give them 20 bucks each, and whoever found it first would get an extra 20. Well, there you go. Who will do anything for money. <laughs> End of the day, you know what motivates people, you know? It's the same with getting people to help you move, getting people to help you look for the stuff that you thought you lost. Just flash a little bit of cash or you know the old pizza and beer method works well until i feel like you hit like your 30s and over once people start getting like lower back issues that's where it's like okay you're gonna need to give me a little bit more than just pizza and beer buddy if you've got any moving nightmare stories hit me up oh well i was four year old and he does not do well with anything changing and we had a china cabinet that was my grandma's and my grandma gave it to my mom and my mom tried to give it to me and it had glass in the front of it and we were trying to move and he just decides to take his monster trucks under our legs while we were trying to move and it got shattered oh no it was pretty old it was like a family heirloom heirloom, like it was passed down and stuff like that so not new. It was very old. <laughs> that's hot. that's that's tough. And it's giving me flashbacks to when I was a kid. I'm so sorry to my, my poor mother. Growing up with two boys in the house, we were just nightmares with that kind of thing. Like what what is it about kids? It just there's a desire to destroy. Like taking the scissors to the curtains. Sorry, mom. Uh, my brother and I, we would do a thing where if we were ever left alone, you know, we'd say, well, what, what can we do to really mess things up here? There was a time that we would turn on the, the ceiling fan full speed and just throw fruit up into it. You know, peaches, apples, whatever we had. One of us would have a baseball bat. The other one would try to throw a peach up into the ceiling fan and time it so the blade would knock it towards the other person and then you hit it with a bat. Oh, Mother's Day is coming up. I, re- I really need to do some apologizing and get my mom something nice, I think. I have some important news for you. Anna Witherby and Johnny Parks. Can I get in on this? On 93.9 Virgin Radio. Oh, boy. That awful sound. I'm so sorry. If you're If you're reaching for the snooze button right now, you're not alone. But you might be surprised about the day that we tend to hit snooze the most. There's a study that came out from one poll about alarms and the ways that we use them and the snoozing. 
But uh, in this study, it says the average person sets four different alarms to wake up on a normal day. Does that sound about right for you? I'm that person who sets like 800 alarms every five minutes and I still can't get up. That's me in a nutshell. In this same study, one in 10 of people surveyed said they don't set an alarm at all. How? Like, are you that kind of person? Can you just wake up based on your own internal clock? That's wild to me. 32% of these non-alarm clockers say they eat breakfast every day of the week, compared to only 7% of people who set about 9 to 10 alarms. So there it is right there. I never eat breakfast. I have two coffees. No wonder I can't get up. It's these people who eat a balanced breakfast. They don't even need an alarm to wake up. Amazing. If you're one of those people, teach me. Um... There was also, like I was saying, what day do you think it's most likely we're going to hit snooze? You would think Monday. You would think today, right? No, it's actually Wednesday. They say the midweek slump is is worse than a case of the Mondays. 40% of people say they're more likely to hit snooze on a Wednesday. Only 28% on a Monday. A lot of people said they are also more likely to hit the snooze button on Saturday than Sunday. I don't even touch the alarms usually on those days. And unsurprisingly, more people use the snooze button at the beginning of the week than the end. I think that's you know pretty obvious. We need a little bit of help getting up a little bit more time. And when people were asked about you know why they think it's important to use their snooze alarms, two-thirds of people say snoozing their alarm is part of their morning routine. It is for me, for sure. I account for that, right? You know, in order to stay in bed a little bit longer people started talking about what they would actually give up for that. So what you'd be willing to sacrifice for a few minutes of sleep, because we've all had that moment, right? You, you kind of start bargaining. <laughs> it's like you're in a stage of denial, bargaining, and finally acceptance. But when you're in the bargaining stage, people said they would give up eating breakfast. 29% said they'd give up breakfast for more time uh, in bed. Taking a shower, brushing their teeth. Like significant numbers of people, 29% of people said they would give these things up for a little bit more sleep. A third of people would even give up using knives and spoons if they thought they could get an extra hour of sleep each day. They're like, screw it, I'll use my hands, man. If it means that I don't have to get up until an extra hour, that's great. Um, Another three in ten people would be willing to wear their most uncomfortable shoes for an entire week for extra time in bed so, you know, people are like, they'll let everything fall apart. You give up on their hygiene, their eating habits. They'll wear their most uncomfortable stuff. This is just a normal day for me. I wake up last minute, you know, 530 in the morning, roll out of bed. I'm still wearing the same clothes from yesterday. I don't eat. I don't shower. I don't brush my teeth. I just go to work. Thank God Hannah's not here this, this today and tomorrow because it's a, it's a mess over here. But kind of interesting stuff. Uh, a lot of people saying that they believe the amount of sleep they get directly correlates with their physical health, which makes sense. You know, seven in ten say the same about their mental health. So it is, I think, worth it at the end of the day. You got to make sure you get enough sleep for your mental and physical health. And at the very least, people say that they think it does make them happier. Sixty-three percent of the people on this poll say staying in bed a little longer in the morning makes them happier. And you know, that's that's without like a morning delight special wake up. We're just talking sleep here. If you factor in all the other stuff that happens in bed, then yeah. I'd say it's where I'm happiest for sure. Waking you up. Come on. Hannah Witherby and Johnny Parks. It's just fun. 93.9 Virgin Radio. Be honest. It's truth time. How many alarms do you set? Are you the bane of your partner or roommate's existence with the constant alarms? I usually set like 12 alarms. Not even joking. (laughs) And then they all go off at like 
two minute intervals. Hell yeah! And usually I will hit the first like nine or ten of them before I'm just like, okay, I'm getting up. Yeah. Because my same. body is so used to, hey, this is 6 a.m., not 7 a.m. Uh-huh. Um, but I use my husband's phone, I use my phone, and then I have a Fitbit, and he has a Fitbit. Okay, so you just do that. And then we have like our iPads and the computer. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, just kind of everywhere. Just all the alarms. It's, it's wild. I don't know why we are this way. I mean, that study was saying maybe if you don't eat a balanced breakfast, that's part of it. But it's it's atrocious. When I look at my alarms right now, like we're talking, we've got 4, 415, 429, 437, 443, 449, 452, 455, 5, 505. Like it's three minutes, five minutes apart. I don't know why we are this way, but um, we're not alone. And I think that's comforting. Is this weird? It might be weird, but there's no judgment here. So go ahead and see what's on your mind. It's Asking for a Friend on 93.9 Virgin Radio. Yes, Windsor Essex's best, worst advice. And as always, we need you to give your opinion, your advice here. Text 10.93.9. This person says, my boyfriend is always glued to his phone when I'm trying to talk to him. Is it too much to ask for his undivided attention? Have you ever had to deal with that? You know, your partner, maybe a friend, maybe coworkers, where you're trying to talk to them and they never, ever look up from their phone. I've been guilty of this, but this person says, what should I do to get my boyfriend to actually listen to me and engage when I talk to him? He almost never does more than nod along and give brief yes or no answers when I'm trying to talk to him about something. And he's looking at his phone the whole time. I tried to tell him that it bothers me, but he says he can't really disconnect because there's usually something he has to be aware of for work. And he claims that he can multitask and does hear everything I say to him. But they say, I just feel so unappreciated, frustrated, and exhausted. And at the point where I just don't want to bother talking to him because I know it'll hurt my feelings. Has anyone else gone through this? What should I do? You can text in about this at 10939. Of course, you can also call 519-792-6040. Is there a way that you can kind of convince someone to give you that time of day? Uh, someone texted 10939 said, if someone was doing that to me on a date... I, I would leave. I would tell them I'm calling it a night. Why would it be different if you're with that person long term? So, yeah, that's the thing, right? Maybe it, it becomes you get used to that person. You're very comfortable in the relationship. And you're like, oh, yeah, you know, we're just talking throughout the day every day. So I'm going to be looking at my phone at the same time. But if you were on a date with someone and it was a first impression, you would never do that, right? Or if they did do that to you, you'd be out of there pretty quick. Um, another person texted 10939 says it makes it seem like that person is more interested in what's happening on their phone than you. And I can see how that would really hurt, you know, and I've, I've got to say I've been guilty of it in the past um, because of the job that I do being in media and, and having to do social media stuff all the time. Like I do spend a lot of time on my phone. I don't like that aspect. I wish I didn't have to, to be quite honest. But staying on top of, you know, what's happening in the world, trying to see content and what's going on so I can share that kind of stuff. There have been times when when my my girlfriend, my, well, my now fiance has been like, hey, uh, are you OK to listen right now? Can we talk? And that's been something that's developed for us, I think, is that it was kind of a problem for a while. But she she got to the point where it's like, I'm just going to wait like are you good to talk right now? Do you have something to do on your phone? And then I'll be like, oh, no, it's actually nothing. Sorry, I'll put it down and we can talk, right? Uh, another person texted and said, I had the same issue with my spouse for a little while. Started doing the same thing back all the time. 
So we no longer have that problem. So you did it in return to let them know, right? So that whenever they would talk, you grab your phone and be like, see how it feels? Ooh, that's a good way to do it. Another text, 10939, says, be strong. Either it's the phone or you. And someone did kind of actually side with him on this. Texted 10939, says, it's the 21st century. People have to work 24-7. That's the responsibility of having a partner that works from home or works for themselves. It, it's That's just part of life. What do you think about that? Another text at 10939 said the phone's going to be there when you're done the conversation. It's not that hard to give a few minutes of attention, but more and more, it seems like it is for people. And I've been guilty of that more times than I can count. Glancing at my phone every couple minutes while my fiance is trying to tell me something, right? And I'm sure it's happened to you or you've been guilty of that as well. I'm pretty sure we just got a comment on, uh, was it our our Facebook page, Virgin Radio Windsor, saying, boy, bye. Or it might be on Instagram. That's usually Hannah's stance. When Hannah's here during asking for a friend, it's always just like, nope, dump them. First thing, dump them right away. But we don't have that voice of reason today. Uh, Hannah's off. We do have Kel on the phone, 519-792-6040. What do you think? So I was going to tell you about a friend. <clears throat> yeah. She does this to me all the time. We'll be talking on the phone, mm-hmm. and uh, all of a sudden, like, she's not answering me, so I know she's been, she's distracted on her iPad or her yeah. other cell phone or whatever, uh-huh. and it drives me nuts because she, <laughs> all of a sudden, there's like a huge blank, and I'm like, feel like I'm just talking to myself, right? Yeah. And so... Uh, I'd wait and I wait and I wait and she won't even she won't even notice how long she's done it for, right? Yeah. So the one day I thought, you know what, I'm gonna fix her wagon, and so um, so she did it again, and I said, I said because uh, I knew she wasn't paying attention. I yeah. said, oh yeah, by the way, I did your husband last night. And she's like, oh okay, sure. <laughs> just like, uh-huh. like yeah, that's nice. <laughs> and I'm like, you never heard a word I said, did you? And uh, you know, and so she's been trying to be a little bit mindful now, yeah. but it took me a while for her to realize hey, there's other things going on in the world just not you and your iPad or your other phone, so. Yeah, that's actually a great way to do it. It's like a stress test to make sure they're paying attention, and I yeah. think that or or I'll say, do you know what I mean? You know what I mean? Yeah, getting and, that kind of reaction. Yeah, it's, it's kind of funny, but like I said, she's kind of been a little bit more mindful about that now, so, but anyways, it's kind of a funny story. Yeah, and I think that most people, when you kind of do remind them are like, yeah, oh my God, I'm sorry. Like, I don't I don't mean to ignore you. We just kind of all get so conditioned by our, our phones and devices to be checking them all the time, you know, where you should be paying attention to that other person, so. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and the thing is, I don't live on my phone, so yeah. I live by moment to moment, whatever I'm doing. So if I'm, you know, if I'm outside having a glass of wine with my, my, my girlfriend or whatever, yeah. I'm not answering my phone. My phone's in the house That's or something. It. Put but it hers away. is like right on her hip, so. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a crazy thing we have to deal with these days, but I think those are some good methods, Kel. Thanks so much for calling, eh? Yeah, okay, you're great. Oh, uh, you're awesome. great, too. Have a great one. Yeah, Cheers. you too, buddy. More with Hannah and Johnny in the morning. Next. Oh, hi, Skilo. Hello. I wish I was a little bit taller. I wish I was a baller. I wish I had a girl who looked good. I would call her. It's Johnny on 93.9 Virgin Radio. Skilo wishes he was a little bit taller. Have you ever wished that... We were supposed to all get on board with Short King Spring. Whatever happened there? Because there are people who have been getting surgery to get taller. Dudes who have been going through this procedure that can, I guess, lengthen your limbs to give you a few extra all-important inches. Is that something you'd ever consider? 
It texts 1093.9. It's the story of someone who's named Scott. It's not their real name, but in the context of this article, that's what they went with. And they were living in L.A. They were 5'7". And after this surgery, 5'10". Now, you're probably wondering like, how this works, what you have to go through with this. And it's, it's kind of wild. They do what they refer to as minor, minorly invasive incisions where they install rods, magnetic rods, inside your bones, which is, you know, minimally invasive, sure. They put these rods in, and they actually have an external, basically remote control that they can use to, a little bit at a time, extend these rods that are inside the person's bones to give a little bit more length. And, you know, eventually, you're a little bit taller after they extend your bones by millimeters each time they change it. This isn't even a new thing. They've done this for people who have been in, you know, car accidents, maybe uh, after military service, if there's something where you need to kind of extend a certain thing, your your leg or arm or whatever it is. It's something that is a widely used practice already, but not really for aesthetics. But I guess with things like, you know, Botox becoming more common, all sorts of different plastic surgeries are more common. Now this is one where people, they want to be taller and there's certain operations that they can go through. The thing is, it's quite expensive. So again, this person who was going by Scott for their privacy, it's not their real name, but Scott was trying to find a way to get this $75,000. That's how much this procedure will cost you. And how do you think he did that? Scott started in OnlyFans. Of course, because it's 2022. And what else are you going to do? You're like, hmm, I need money fast. I know. To OnlyFans. Now, I guess Scott, this guy who wanted to get taller and was raising money through OnlyFans, found his niche in, I think it was something called, like, financial humiliation. Have you ever heard of this? It's uh, basically people will pay him on OnlyFans to to shame them. I don't know, to humiliate them. And they give him money for that. If you ever watched Euphoria, kind of the same deal. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. This whole thing is pretty wild. But would you ever consider a surgery like that to get a little bit taller like Skilo said or you know something else there's one thing that you know you would change even if it was super drastic you can give me a call about that 519-792-6040 I think you're perfect just how you are but if you really want it maybe I'll consider starting an OnlyFans for you it has to be a good reason though okay Johnny on Windsor's new number one hit music station, 93.9 Virgin Radio. Well, we had talked about, you know, different operations that you might have considered getting plastic surgery, trying to be taller, trying to fix things about you, which, by the way, you're perfect. You don't need to do that. And these operations can be so, so expensive. But if that was what you were trying to do, $10,000 might help you with whatever you want. Virgin Radio pays your way. We had our, our keyword today at 8 o'clock that was lucky. And there's a certain someone who is about to get very, very lucky. Let's see if we can get them on the phone. 519-792-6040. Hi, Sylvia. And good morning. Good morning. How's it going? Great. Thank you. What are you up to this morning? Uh, just sitting here having my coffee. Beautiful. I'm already two coffees deep. Necessary on a Monday. Right. So you're familiar with our Virgin Radio Pays Your Way contest, yeah? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Right, yeah. No, that's actually why I'm calling you. Ah, you're kidding. No, I'm not kidding. I don't play with people like that. Sylvia, you just won $10,000. Uh, oh, my gosh. What am I going to do? 
I'm so excited. Yeah, what are you going to do? Any idea? Uh, I don't know. I'm going to have to think about it. I have three kids. I have a husband. I'm going to have to share. No, you don't have to share anything. Mother's Day is on the way. You t- treat yourself. Um, maybe I won't tell them. Your secret's safe with me and you know, the rest of Windsor, Essex, and Detroit and everyone else. Congratulations, Sylvia. Oh, my gosh. Thank you so much. I love you guys. Witherby and Johnny Parks. 93.9. Virgin Radio. Time to find our first winner for our LMAO contest, which now stands for Leave Mom Alone for Once. No, you're not laughing your ass off. But you will be if you get to go see Chelsea Handler June 18th at the Coliseum at Caesars, Windsor. That's what's on the line here. Also, one lucky winner from the qualifiers this week. Going to get dinner on us. And this is, would make a great Mother's Day present. Hey, you know, you're going to get to go see Chelsea Handler. A lot of texts here at 1093.9 pouring in. So many deserving ones. Uh, someone here said, Mama raised two kids by herself, constantly picking up shifts during the pandemic when others got sick. Hashtag mom superhero. That's amazing. Um, Nether text says my amazing wife needs a night out. She just went back to work today for maternity leave. Can already tell she's stressed out beyond belief. I wish I could give it to all of you. And keep in mind, we are giving these away all week long. So make sure that you're listening and texting along for that. We're randomly going to pick one here. Hi, my name's Kim. Kim. So you say that your best friend deserves a night out, eh? Yes, she does. Tell us about her. What's her name? Her name is Jess. Mm Mm-hmm. And she um, she's a very thoughtful person. She does everything for her kids and her husband and her family and her friends. Yeah. She really doesn't spend money on herself. And she's just an amazing mom and person. And I thought she deserved this. I agree with you. So I'm going to hook you up with those tickets for her, all right? Awesome. Thank you so much. Congratulations. You're a great friend. Are you uh, assuming that she's going to take you then uh, to see Chelsea Handler? <laughs> <laughs> well, there is a chance that yeah. she can take whoever she wants. Oh, that's that's awesome. Thank you so much for, for giving that shout out and congratulations. Amazing. Thank you so much. You're very welcome. Have a great day. All right. First one in the bag. More chances at that contest coming up through the rest of the week. We got more shots at $10,000 with Virgin Radio Pays Your Way brought to you by Air Miles. The good times just keep rolling. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Have a great one.